0: The Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 31st. Wow. 2019. Strong hand. Unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Deferral of gratification. Conviction. Golden Age. Strive for greatness. Ambition. Avoid mediocrity. Okay. Yeah. So I'm live. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's This Week in Bitcoin show. It was a blast. Ansel Lidner was on. You all should know who that dude is. So go check it out. T E C H B A L T dot com, techbalt dot com, disruptmeister dot com. All my old shows, 1400 old shows. Today's show, of course, is beyond Bitcoin. So we're going to talk about, uh, subject matters that go way beyond if you've got questions uh send a super chat i'll hopefully get to your uh questions so let's talk about uh short-term thinking uh impulsive solutions when it comes to uh america and all that political waste of time we hear a lot of the short-term impulsive solutions but dan crenshaw who's a representative from uh, texas he just smacked it all down because he's a long-term thinker. He says abolishing the Electoral College means that politicians will only campaign in and listen to urban areas. That is not a representative, de- that, that is not a representative democracy. We live in a republic, which means 51% of the population doesn't get to boss around the other 49%. And that is what people forget. That this is not a democracy. And democracy, just because it's a nice pretty word that people uh, paint flowers around, it is, it is nasty. It can be nasty. 51% can steal from 49% of the people. And Dan Crenshaw knows that's not the way that uh, you run a country. And that's not the way this country was meant to be. So there's all sorts of people that are like saying, you know, the, uh, people don't understand what a democracy is. No, no, people understand what a democracy is. And the United States is not a democracy. And the United States should be proud of it. And I'm glad to hear uh, Dan Crenshaw uh, laying the smack down there and reminding everyone uh, that we, we don't we shouldn't just because people don't like the way things are going. Doesn't mean you impulsively change everything, okay? <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And if you think it's broke just because you're not getting your way, just because you're a little kid, uh, be patient, uh, because in, in the long run, the the uh, you don't know when you're going to be the minority and when the uh, majority can boss you around and steal from you. You don't want to. That is not freedom. That is not freedom when a a majority can uh, steal from a minority. All right, so. Moving on, there is a website, Cool World, and and again, this is all linked to below, Dan that was a great tweet by Dan Crutchel, simple and to the point, uh, he's the guy with the eye patch. (laughs) If you see, pound that like button for that eye patch. All right, let me check something right here, oh yeah, so Cool Worlds, Have have you heard of that YouTube channel? It is a YouTube channel about space, a really smart guy, um... He, who's I forgot where he's a professor at, I think he's Australian, uh, I hope, hope he's an Australia but he, he's based in America. The point is his site ha- deals with exomoons a lot but he deals, <laughs> I know exomoons, I'd be mean, so cool. But he also, in, in a video that I linked to below, he talks about a, a subject matter uh, turning Jupiter, using Jupiter as an antenna to send back videos from satellites, okay? He develops practical concepts where you will be able to use the Earth as a telescope, where you're going to be able to use Jupiter as a uh, (laughs) as an an antenna, the send back things that can be done right now that could be so cool. And he's just in motion, coming up with these ideas, and you can understand them. Even if you don't like space, you can understand this. i i like this i like this kind of thing it isn't the government solving people's problems it's an independent dude coming up with ideas that are smart and are reasonable and are practical so check him out i i enjoy that channel a lot people ask you know what kind of stuff do you look at when you're not looking at bitcoin well there you go um cool worlds link to below now here's someone who's in motion who's a stoic emperor says some people spend their whole lives waiting for the sound of a starting gun that never goes off don't wait pull the trigger yourself i like that attitude man you don't wait around for that uh starting gun some, don't wait for someone to tell you yeah now's the time to start your life now's the time to live your dream no you got to do that you're you pull the trigger on your own starting gun in your own race and uh you start it now man now's the best time to to, to get going and be in motion you don't need anyone's permission to uh, be an entrepreneur, to change your life, to start again. It is, uh, it's up to you. You've got that power. Independent thinker, you don't need to be part of a mob. Collectivism is the default. Individualism is the accomplishment. All right. By the way, Scott Adams, um, the Dilbert guy who's got videos out there <laughs> that deal with all sorts of current events, I will say this: He agrees with my uh, terminology. T- uh, one of my sayings: Always be learning. Always be learning, and, and uh, always improve your talent stack, as he would say. Nothing. You become a better person, more r- well-rounded. You're able to, uh, you know, start a new life if you need to, and that's why you should always be learning and uh, you, I, just increasing knowledge. To me, it, it, it gets me going. It, it makes me uh, gives me a buzz. And I, I think that, ma- that definitely makes a person more independent. And the more things you know, uh, the less questions you have to ask, and less you don't, you don't have to be reliant on other people who know. You learn it for yourself. Don't be on, reliant on someone else to take care of your issue uh, for you. Okay, moving on. Um, Penn Gillette. I saw him on a Joe Rogan show the other day and uh, I didn't link to that one below, but you can find it. And he said, uh, he was talking about the danger of associating yourself too much, making everything a team sport. I've mentioned this before, but I just wanted to point out he, he was on the same page as me. Uh, it definitely leads to envy, and it's, just, it's a waste of your time if you get too much into making every single aspect of your life, like Democrats versus Republicans, you know, putting yourself on the team, us versus them. Be an independent person. Make your own decisions. You don't have to, you know, the the rock people versus the rat people. You don't have to get into these petty petty disagreements because your team doesn't agree with the other team, okay? Solve your own problems. Don't get into these group... uh, gigantic group arguments it, it's a total waste of time and again you, you will find yourself sometimes aligning yourself with the group and getting into bigger bigger issues but again try to try to avoid there are dangers to these making everything a team sport it can really waste your time all right now teach your children well how about that uh for what we're about to talk about we're going to talk about this fentanyl issue that uh so many people are, are talking about That. Uh, this, this terrible drug called fentanyl is produced in China and it is a lot of it is brought into the United States now it's an opioid and a lot of people end up using it because they're using other drugs like heroin or, or coke even sometimes and they're already drug addicts now again fentanyl has a real purpose okay it, it is a prescription medication for people that are in pain I mean it, it does serve a real purpose for people who are really sick so With all of this in mind, okay, talking about team sports, China versus the United States, as an individual, you cannot become a drug addict. You gotta teach your kids the horrors of heroin and hardcore drugs. Because once you become a hardcore drug addict, at this point you might get slipped some of this fentanyl in there, okay? And it could kill you. It it is it's incredibly potent but you personal responsibility is the new counterculture here and, and a lot of people aren't going to like to hear this but it, it's not it's not China's fault when it, when a drug addict uh ods on fentanyl I mean they've already taken some steps in their lives where they become heroin addicts or where they become coke addicts and when they're just they need it every day and they got themselves a bad batch that had some fentanyl mixed into it okay now so children Everything in a child's life, uh, it, it, uh, they're very precious and impressionable uh, uh, when they're youth. They, they need parents that care for them. You can't, if you're not ready to have a kid, don't have a kid. If you're a single person, don't have a kid. Okay, They need two parents. And when you, you start saying, well, this is just as good, this is second best. If you're second best raising your kid, the likelihood that they're going to get into trouble, that they're going to get into drugs, increases. If they get into drugs, there's a chance they're going to become drug addicts. Once they're a drug addict, they get into this stuff. And it it leads to a really nasty situation. So we have people out there. um, So here we go. Someone says, fentanyl is an incredibly potent drug. A few dozen people with backpacks full could supply all of the opiate addicts in the U.S. for months, claiming that China could stop or even slow down that flow even if they, it dedicated every single resource they possess to the job is simply ludicrous. Now, someone else says, uh, people point out they, they think that China is trying to kill Americans, that this is a master plan. Again, this is team sports. China wants to defeat Americans by sending fentanyl over to kill Americans, okay? Um, let, let's logically think about that for a second. If, if that's what China was trying to do, if they're trying to send lots of fentanyl over here to kill Americans and to weaken America that way, does that weaken America if a bunch of drug addicts all of a sudden OD in America? Does that weaken America? I mean, it's, it's a sick thought. I mean, but we, I'm just trying to break this down to the people that think that China is trying to, is trying to, this is some master plan to destroy America. They're letting their people sell... They're all into making money, okay? They're into making money. They're they're selling this drug. Sometimes it has a legitimate purpose, okay, for painkilling and everything. This is not a master plan. If, if, if your theory about this being a master plan that China is trying to kill all of America's drug addicts, that doesn't hurt America. If all of a sudden all the drug addicts in America died, um, I know it, it sounds pretty brutal, but America would be stronger. I mean, that's just... That's just a fact, <laughs> and so they're not. <laughs> that's not the reason this is being allowed to happen. Okay, it's it's financial. It is it is a financial situation over there. But again, it comes down to it's. A, there's demand. There's a demand for it in America. Personal responsibility allows people to say, say "No, we're not going to have a demand for this. We're going to watch after our kids. If we are drug addicts, we're going to seek help here. We're going to not." Get in, we're gonna cut the heroin out, and I know, I know it's hard. I know it's hard if you're a drug addict already. That's why you gotta raise your kids right. That's why if you've got a friend um, and you, and is it's a loved one, you know, try to intervene and try to. But um, no, the China, There's a lot of people saying that you know the Chinese are killing Americans. It's Americans that are killing Americans. It's it's drug addicts. I mean, they, this is something. When you're a drug addict, this is this is a risk you take. When you get into drugs, this is a risk you take. And I know it is. It is horrible to lose. Obviously, it's it's horrifying to lose a child um, to, to a situation like this. But it, it, the Chinese didn't make your kid become a heroin addict, and that's it, it's it's brutal. It is it is it is brutal. But uh, personal responsibility is. Uh, it, it can <laughs> it can appear to be brutal. But if you take full if you have that independence, if you really control your own life, uh, you won't end up blaming people. For, for for problems you it, it's a good feeling to take personal responsibility you have less problems when you do take personal responsibility over your life so again it's this fentanyl thing a lot of people have come up with conspiracies and, and, and whatnot about it it does it boils down to some personal responsibility there uh and uh yeah i let's let's raise raise your kids right if you're not ready to raise if you're not ready to have kids don't have kids yet okay look after your own all right uh, what's this all here? And here, this is the brutality. Uh, I mean, this sounds brutal. I'm, <laughs> I'm abusing that word now. but uh, and, and, and this is another thing with Americans that has led people down to, to, to being a drug addict. People are sad. People are, are down. People are down. And they think a magic pill is going to solve everything. Life is not that simple. A magic pill is not going to save everything. If you've got that mentality... You're going to end up in these situations where you get hooked, where you think you need outside help, where you think you need magical, magical pills. You got to solve, magical pills don't solve a darn thing, okay? They, just, they send it down a spiral of destruction here. And we are living in a time. Um, and, and so I linked to an article below. Uh, with 5% of the world's total population, the U.S. consumes 80% of the global op- opioid medication spokesperson Geng Shuang told reporters on august 29th if the u.s really wants to solve its fentanyl problem it should put its own house in order well boiling it that down to the next level you know you've got to put your own house in order okay it is it, the united the united states doesn't need to put its own house in order okay the united states is an abstract concept all right the individuals within the united states have to put their uh they have to put everything in perspective Life is great. What a golden age. You have access to credit, to luxury vehicles, to so much stuff. Life is great. You don't need to get into these drugs. You don't need to dull the pain with a magic pill. There is no pain. Life is beautiful. All right. Um, So here is a tweet by Dan Held. All right. He says, what does Dan Held here say? Whenever someone starts talking about fair competition or indeed about fairness in general, it's time to keep a sharp eye on your wallet, for it is about to be picked. Murray N. Rothbard said that. Yeah. So yeah, be careful uh, of the politicians uh, preaching fairness or anyone uh, coming up with a plan. Well, it would be fair if the rich gave to the poor, if we made the rich. No. Yeah, they're about to steal from you. So uh, good reminder there by the uh, deceased uh, Murray, Murray Rothbard. Uh, but dan held shared that tweet now i will have to say this uh, people that envy is not healthy envy is not healthy so those with a lot of envy they're going to be they're going to have some health issues okay mental health issues physical health issues if you are jealous and so in in the modern world where we have this income inequality in the united states there is income inequality. Yes, there is. And I've said it, it doesn't matter. It should not matter to people. But in this, in this society where, and the United States has more in on income inequality than a lot of other Western countries, we're more free than a lot of other Western countries. But the people value their wealth in stuff, okay? And so in this situation where people are valuing their wealth in stuff and they don't think they have enough, They then become envious of other people. And that does get them sicker. So people have pointed out, in countries with high levels of income inequality, you do have more health problems. There are more mental health problems. That is not the income inequality's fault. That is the fault of the people who are envious. They need to understand there's no reason to be envious of Bill Gates. There's no reason to be envious of a millionaire you put your own house in order you can be successful there's no because envy envy is only going to get you sick it's only going to get you ill and you're not going to be able to progress or anything worry about your own self do not worry about income inequality it is not uh, it is not the problem it is it is not a problem at all again that we have such high income people they have produced so much for the world and so much comfort in the United States, such a golden age, that it, in in countries, free countries like the United States with inc- income equality, there is just a, a, you can get so much stuff. You can live so comfortably, so comfortably. And it is thanks to the wealthy people. It is too. So don't be jealous of them. Try to understand the situation. Try to understand. Try to better yourself. Don't get obsessed with envy, Okay. And so then you will not care about inequality, income inequality and you will be a healthier person and you will be in motion. Now, did I get everything in? Yeah, okay. yeah. so so yeah. The, the, the people who are envious do not understand what is making them more envious. That it is their obsession with stuff. That they're measuring their wealth in stuff. If they can just break it down and say, you know what, my happiness does not equal stuff. Uh, luxury ve- vehicles, that... Does not that does not equal happiness? Uh, they they'd be better off psychologically. Okay, uh, plenty of uh, oh yeah. I just I just combined two things here. So content overlooks. Um, this this is so, this is so funny. It it, it, it exemplifies my own uh, how I uh, pay attention, how I learn on the internet. As many of you know, I watch the Ben Shapiro show like every day. At two at speed, of course. But when I say watch, I never even I never see it at all. I saw for a second I saw him the other day, and I saw he had the kippah on his head. He had the yarmulke on his head, and I, I totally forgotten that he wore a yarmulke. Totally forgot. I, I totally forgot about it uh, until I saw it again. And that is how often I look at the screen when I am taking in YouTube videos. And it's just it is unfortunate i'm so there's so many other people You can tell you the color of his yarmulke. they tell you so many things about the way people look on on the web can tell me about my hairstyle the other day or whatever it is content over looks and that is that's how i take in the ben shapiro so i'm i'm getting information i don't care what the heck ben shapiro looks like at all i don't even know what the heck ben shapiro looks like that is my that is my point there so uh that that's a that's I mean, and if you're a podcast person, then yeah, you're just listening, and that's great. And you can get these shows in podcast form at sportsmeister.com. Pound that like button. Um, so, and and what I wanted to say, if you watch, that's the old way of of, of watching TV. People used to watch TV, and it was just it was mind numbing. They just they're looking at the pictures, they're looking at the the fancy sets and graphics. So I'm going to tell you this: if you're still if you're taking in the internet. The same way that you're watching TV, it's not going to end up much different for you, okay? Your life's not going to end up much different than if you were just plopped in front of a TV watching some sitcom. If you're taking in the internet that same way, just like, ooh, oh, look at this yarmulke, look at his hair, look at his... Th-. If that's what you're getting out of all this, you might as well just watch TV. You might as well watch repeats of Cheers or The Cosby Show or whatever is on cable. I don't know what the heck's on cable. Might as well just do that instead of getting the internet. The internet provides a learning opportunity for people. And if you're gonna treat it like TV, if you're gonna have that TV mindset, you're not gonna learn a darn thing. Pound that like button. Okay, so yeah, we do live in a golden age where people supposedly, uh, uh, <laughs> that excuse me the people in the uh, low brackets, okay, they in an in income inequality country, in this golden age, they can have luxury vehicles, And they, again, they, they don't understand that, that desire for luxury vehicles getting into debt, that, that is just making them slaves. And that is just giving, putting more pressure, the more they care about it, the more pressure they get, but they do have that. If they had the mindset where they were like, okay, I am not getting any wealth by getting these luxury vehicles. Let me get some wealth here, but then I can still get the luxury vehicle and my happiness is going to go up. I'm going to save. I'm going to have long-term thinking. I'm going to accumulate real assets. They'll break out of that vicious cycle of just like, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I need to get more stuff. I'm jealous, I'm jealous, I need to get more, sick. because they, it's just a never-ending spiral, and they will never get out of the jealousy, they will just end up with more and more debt, more and more stuff, more and more stress, more and more sickness, so yeah, I combined a few things in that other thing I said. All right, moving on, uh, who's this? G. Sing, have to believe, this is a good tweet, have to believe your greatest work is still yet to come. Otherwise, what's the point? I think that's a great attitude there. Yeah. You always got to be thinking, like, my best is yet to come. Tomorrow is going to be a better day. Tomorrow I'll be able to do more work. Tomorrow I'm going to make a better video. Tomorrow uh, I'm going to run even more. Tomorrow we'll be better. That's, I mean, always aim aim high and keep on doing it. Keep on competing against yourself, beating yourself. I mean, if not, yeah, I'm just, you know, life isn't getting any better. Things aren't getting any better. But then what's the point? What's the. What's the point, man? I, I, I think you should – That that's the beauty of life. You can, Every day can be better. Everything can be better. Constantly getting better for you. Constantly better, being better if you're using your brain, if you're in motion. So I like that attitude. I, li- I like that tweet. I like that tweet. And again, you know, sometimes you don't accomplish what you had to do that day. Maybe it wasn't a good day. But yeah, there's another day ahead of you. You can do it uh just use that brain rely on yourself don't depend on other people to solve your problems if you get stuck in that situation it won't be a better day yaron brooke was on the ben shapiro sunday special talking about uh, ben shapiro i linked to it below and you know what i've been loving i've been loving yaron brooke lately um and one of the things I, i gained uh from him and i think he said something like this inequality is a feature it's a feature it isn't, it isn't a bug at all. Inequality isn't – it would be boring if everyone was equal. If everyone was equal, that would be boring. That would, What would be created? There would be nothing new. Everyone would do the same thing. It would be, it would, it would be terrible that we had people that can specialize in certain fields and could be completely better than so many other people and produce so much that others who could never dream of producing that much – could benefit from. It's a feature, it's a feature to the way things work. So again, in the income inequality, you see people doing better in sports, you see people doing better in all sorts of fields. That's great, that's great. You find the place where you're uh, unequal, where you're better than everyone else. I mean, it's, it's inspirational for me. I think it's inspirational for Yaron Brook to see these people um, with so much success out there and be, being shown to the world in, in the terms of income, income inequality. All right, let's see. We got Zach Bandera, I see, said something. Oh, uh, it's about 22 years old. He got but Okay, yeah, I can't really say it. You, you said a word there. I'm not going to say that word. Um, but then it wasn't a question anyway. So anyone with a question, you do the Super Chat, i answer your question. Zach, thanks for the comment. All right. Um, and remember, all my links are below. Follow me on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Moving on. Uh Sac- what is this i have written down here sacrifice sickness yeah it is a sickness sacrifice is a sickness to sacrifice for others to sacrifice for others that you do not know do you feel the need to sacrifice for others you, you're guilted into sacrificing for others that you don't know it's a sick it's a sickness it's a sickness that it infects so many people they think that is the ultimate you know to base their life around uh, you know to, to be uh to be Mother Teresa or something, to live for others. You gotta live for yourself first, okay? You gotta take care of your own business, baby. But if you, if you think that it's all about sacrificing for others, then you're gonna think someone's gotta sacrifice for you. And you're gonna think it's totally valid that that rich person sacrificed for you, that you steal from that rich person. And that isn't valid, that is totally wrong. You can't, that's why you can't base it on that. So people that to, need to have a non-guilt foundation where they understand they don't need to sacrifice. And it's, it's an important core belief. And th- this this is easy to explain to people too. Uh, because a lot of people don't understand economics. You just you, you break it down that way, they will get it. Some people will get it. Um, all right. And speaking of Golden Age, we've got CMB, We were speaking of Golden Age beforehand. CNBC article here. And this just shows what a world we live in. Uh, the Qantas hopes to have a New York to Sydney and a London, London to Sydney direct flights up and running by 2022. Those will be 19-hour flights, okay? They're ru- right now, they're, Qantas is a testing 19-hour flights. And that is just what a world we live in that we'll soon be able to travel. For, if you're in New York or if you're in London, you'll be able to take a direct flight to Sydney, Australia. Pound that freaking like button. You should be thanking the Lord you're alive. All right, uh, let's skip that. What do we have? James Clear. Oh no, competition. Only competition that a lot of people are getting these days because there's a lot of people they work for the government. There's not. There's no competition there. Uh, there's there's a lot of people involved. Uh, they're just they're just walking through their lives, working at jobs where they're just mindless zombies. There is no competition. They're just satisfied with themselves. And so a lot of people, the only way they, got, they get competition these days is through social media zingers. And you know, the, the trolling and stuff, it's, it's not very productive at all. I mean, so you could say, yeah, I won that battle. I, uh, I, I had a social media zinger on Twitter or on YouTube in the comments section. Nah, that's not real competition, dude. That's just you being a troll. <laughs> and again, I mean, you're trying to compensate for, for being unsuccessful. But what you've got to do is compete against yourself if you competition does get get the blood going it gets you going there so compete against yourself be better than you were the other day so a lot of people say like, well no it's a trolling or whatever ripping on people on social media i, I beat them that's competition I don't not it makes me feel good nah, nah dude it's 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 a it's, it's a it's a little hit it's not it's not productive what, what are you producing there by zinging somebody on on social media so be a better person than you were the other day come up with new ideas compete against your old self be wealthier than your old self i mean there's a lot of ways you can measure it be happier than your old self competition it, it gets you going now again if you're in the workplace um if you're working for a corporation or if you're an entrepreneur you are competing very nicely there you're trying to make the best freaking product out there you're uh making the uh so it's just the product that most people are going to buy so you're competing against your competitors who are also trying to do the same exact thing you're doing um and there's a lot of spaces some spaces are more crowded than other that's great so there are people that do that still but we are living in a world today of abundance where a lot of people aren't involved in endeavors like that so they take it out in social media they take it out in social media and again do you have to work in a uh competitive uh environment you don't necessarily have to work in a competitive environment if not Compete again. Compete against yourself. Make yourself a better person. It does. It gets you going. It can make you a stronger. It makes you a more independent person. Uh, competition does sometimes. And there are definitely healthy forms of competition, and there's some sickening forms of competition also. righty. Uh, the, the social media zinger is being that. You know, the I bested him. I burnt him. It's it's it's, 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 it's ego nonsense. All right. So James Clear said your actions are your real priorities and and that is a great point you can list all the things you want to do you can have a huge to do list and you know and rank everything on that list you know this is the this is what i want this is my goal this is my big this is what i'm going to do this is what but then what did you actually do what did you actually do and that was your real priority <laughs> that was the, if you, if you go through the day you had a list of xyz things to do uh, the things you actually did those are your priorities and a lot of the times if you take a few steps back you're like wait those are my priorities all that stuff that I did a in this monotonous boring day and then you've got to you got to make sure the next day you really do stuff that you want to do that and, and the things that you do what you intended your priorities to do be and then at the end of the day if you did them then yeah that those are your priorities so again reading James clear he's got a lot of these good things your actions are your real priorities. Be in motion, people. Be in motion and uh, see what your priorities are. And if you do nothing all day, then I guess you don't have any priorities. <laughs> if you have no actions, what are your priorities? And that's why people get down. You got to be in motion. And uh, what do we have? Uh, this I didn't write this up very nicely. Oh, yeah. Two last things here. Scapegoating. Scapegoating is a coping mechanism for people who think they are helpless okay and you're not helpless first but there's so many people that get into these situations where they feel like they're helpless I can't get a job it's their fault it's the elites fault I can't do this it's the elites fault I don't have a job. it's XYZ's fault I don't have a job and they they are helpless they are helpless because they can't take care of themselves and there are so many people so and there are a lot of big talkers out there too they're totally helpless because they, all they're doing with their big talk is they're just blaming other people. They're scapegoating, 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 scapegoating. And if you drill down to it, they're just helpless people. And all they have to realize is, no, you're not really helpless. You can't take care of yourself. You're not just floating in space and so someone can capture you and lead you on a way and, and, and tell you what to do. No, You decide what you're gonna do. All right? You are not helpless. And if you've got the attitude that you're not helpless, that you can take care of yourself, you're not going to get into all this nonsense scapegoating stuff and spend all your time blaming the government, blaming the, uh, the elite, blaming just all this made-up stuff. And there's so much of the doom stuff on YouTube also. People eat it up because so many people are helpless. Scapegoating is a coping mechanism. It's just a coping mechanism. So boil down to what your real problem is. You're helpless okay you, you feel like you can't control your own destiny but you can control your death on destiny so with all that in mind there's one uh, last video out there that another guy i like to watch henry abramson he has videos on jewish history and uh i uh, my fa- i would send them to my father i knew him about it before my father knew about it but my i i loved sending them to my father and i so wish i could still send them to my father which is uh, something that I, I time I watch those videos, I do think about that. that I, I wish I could say, because my dad was really getting into that stuff at the end there. But the latest Henry Abramson video that is out there is one that is not, it it's, explains what the Talmud is. That's all it does. He's, he's starting a series that explains what the Talmud is. It's, it's, and it's very simple what it is. It's not a mysterious it is it's, it's law commentary. It is law commentary. That is what it is, and it's tremendous. But uh, yeah, it's nothing too out of the. I, I think it's it's quite unique, but it's a gigantic compendium of law commentary. But so many the the things you hear about it, people blame stuff on the top. Again, these are the scapegoats. These are the people that are helpless. The simple answer is out there. Watch Henry Abrams's video. You'll understand what the Talmud is. It's it's pretty simple. Um, it's it's law commentary, uh, but again, it 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 for me uh, it, it helps. Maybe it'll wake some people up to like, why was I blaming all my problems on this this thing? What, what, what I gotta take some personal responsibility here. This is just like some law books. What? What? <laughs> anyway, so check out check that out. That is linked to below. All right, everybody. That was the Beyond Bitcoin show. We went Beyond Bitcoin. Always a lot of fun doing these Saturday shows. I got to call my friend, it was his birthday yesterday. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Of course, I'm calling him on the, over the computer because I don't have a phone. Pound that like button, bang that bell button. I'm Adam Meister, Disrupt Meister, Bitcoin Meister, all that cool stuff. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T is uh, me I'm on Twitter. Uh, a new show here every day. That is my system. Create your own system, people. Pound that like button. I will say hi to you dudes in the chat.